This is section 37 of Presidential Farewell and Last Addresses. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. President Warren G. Harding's last public address, read a few hours before his death, was an eloquent plea for Christianity. Read by John Greenman. Address before Grand Commandery, Knights Templars of California, at Hollywood, California, August 2, 1923. Note, this address, which President Harding had intended to deliver at Hollywood, was delivered for him a few hours before his death by his secretary, Mr. George B. Christian, Jr., as explained in the following statement. July 31, 1923. Confidential to the Press. Attached hereto is the address prepared by the President before his illness, to be delivered before the Grand Commandery, Knights Templars of California, August 2, 1923, at Hollywood. It was to have been a feature in the ceremonies connected with delivering the Bosean, which is the supreme emblematic standard of the Knights Templars of the world, from the custody of the grand jurisdiction of the commanderies of Ohio to the temporary custody of the commandery of California. The President's home commandery at Marion, Ohio, was to have made the formal delivery of the Bosean, the President acting as its spokesman his illness making his participation impossible, the President desired that his secretary, Hon. George B. Christian, Jr., who is also a member of the Marion Commandery, should represent the President and read the address the President had expected to make. Accordingly, the address is released for publication immediately upon its delivery by Mr. Christian, which is expected to be about 4 p.m., August 2nd, at Hollywood. Sir Knights and Brothers, I am deeply sensible of the honor implied in my selection as the medium for the transfer of this sacred banner from the custody of the grand jurisdiction of the commanderies of Ohio to the temporary keeping of the Knights of California. I am especially gratified that this designation has been made by my own home commandery, composed of brother knights, with whom I have lived in more or less intimate neighborly association throughout the greater part of my life. It was a beautiful idea which brought about the reproduction of the banner under which the Knights of the Holy Grail went forth to battle to the death with the Saracens for the restoration of the Holy Land and its shrines to Christian hands, and to send it on a pilgrimage to the temples of the latter-day Christian knights to reawaken or reanimate their faith and devotion. The reproduced Bosean will not encounter the storms, the fanaticism, and the romances of knighthood which attended the original banner, but I trust its journeys will encounter no less of conscience and no less of noble purpose." not unto us o lord not unto us i am sure the mission of the bosean will be a failure if its travels are made simply a matter of symbolism and pageantry it bears emblazoned upon it the supplication quote, not unto us o lord not unto us but unto thy name be the glory unquote. we should glorify the holy name not by words, not by praise, not by displays at arms, 
but by deeds and service in behalf of human brotherhood christ the great exemplar of our order repeatedly urged this truth upon his hearers there was nothing mythical or mystical in the code of living preached by jesus christ the lessons he taught were so simple and plain so fashioned to be understood by the humblest among men that they appealed to the reason and emotions of all his words to the fishermen bore conviction to the learned men of the roman bench all of his teachings were based upon the broad ground of fraternalism and justice and understanding from which flows always peace Quote, a new commandment i give unto you that ye love one another unquote. surely in this was quote, all the law and the gospels unquote. i make bold to say in reflective deliberation there is nothing in templar knighthood nothing in obligation lecture or exemplification nothing in practice where obligation is kept which could not be openly and in equal simplicity proclaimed to the world some one has said in speaking of our present-day civilization that quote, we need less of religion and more of christianity unquote. this may be crudely expressed but it contains a great truth with the universal observance of christ's commandment we would have the essentials of all religions perhaps i will best express my thought if i say we need less of sectarianism less of denominationalism less of fanatical zeal and its exactions and more of the christ spirit more of the christ practice and a new and abiding consecration to reverence for god i am a confirmed optimist as to the growth of the spirit of brotherhood science and genius are lending their aid to the removal of the obstacles to intercourse and attending understanding among the peoples of the world we do rise to heights at times when we look for the good rather than the evil in others and give consideration to the views of all the inherent love of fellowship is banding men together and when envy and suspicion are vanquished fraternity records a triumph and brotherhood brings new blessings to men and to peoples in the larger sense spirit of brotherhood broadening because i am holding temporarily a position of official prominence i have been privileged in being invited into association with many of our so-called secret fraternal societies i find that each of them has at its foundation and the reason for its existence the furtherance of brotherhood and the christian virtues of charity mercy justice and brotherly love moreover the practice of these virtues has been suggested by the ways of happiness in the daily lives of men for example and i am sure it will be no breach of faith to relate it 
i was admitted into a fraternity of alaskan pioneers and i was obligated never to kick a dog or to work a horse with a sore back or shoulder now that was a simple thing that christ himself would have urged it was an expression of mercy and affection by these pioneers for the brutes who could not speak a protest of considerate concern for a life of service on the whole i am well persuaded that the many tenders of fellowship have come to me because men wish to have practiced in official life the teachings of brotherhood and friendship and sympathy which have sweetened their own pathways all doing helpful work all of these fraternities within their spheres are doing fine and helpful work and adding a redolent bloom to the gardens of human fellowship sometimes a real purpose is temporarily obscured or defeated by jealousies or ambitions or too much of symbolism or other attending developments but the leaven imparted by devoted and enthusiastic brothers is slowly but surely raising the standard of the whole mass we can never have too much of it fraternity never long conceals a wrong intent it can harbor no crime it fosters no wrong inherently it demands good conscience and worthy purpose first of all these great fraternities in age and dignity and power is the great masonic order it is freely recognized as such its tap roots run into every land in which christ is known and his teachings treasured and followed the journeyings of this replica beseant are strengthening the fraternal ties between canada and the united states even as we to-day feel a little closer touch between ohio and california all lands under christ's law holy it little matters now that a mistaken idea sent the original banner at the head of armed hosts to recover by force and violence the land which had been hallowed by christ's physical presence jesus christ was the father's gift for all the ages and any land where his law is loved and followed is no less holy than that which his foot had trod christ was the prince of peace and we who seek to render his name glorious must move in the ways of peace and brotherhood and loving service so i gladly and proudly join in sending this banner on its highly purposed journey which is to continue probably beyond the span of the lives of those here assembled wherever it inspires more of real brotherhood more of devotion to christ's simplest teachings it will not have been born in vain i charge that it shall not be held as a banner of militant force not as a memorial of deeds of arms not 
as a mere piece of ritualistic pageantry but as the symbol of brotherhood raised to the glory of our grand commander whose law was love whose reign was peace and for whom the herald angels sang glory to god in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men end of president warren g harding's last public address read a few hours before his death delivered august second nineteen twenty three read by john greenman